Welcome back, everyone, friends, family out there, our uh, listeners in Japan, Iran, and anywhere else around the globe. Welcome to the fourth installment of the Bucktooth Gremlins. Today's episode will focus on Silent Night Movie Night. We're going to wear a little bit of the holiday spirit, Christmas spirit, and today we're going to focus on Christmas movie specials and shorts. Today's episode is brought to you by Movies at Wellington, Wellington, Florida. Go to it at wellingtonmovies.com. Avatar opened up this week, you know. How's that doing down there? It's doing well in Florida. It, you know, I think the big problem that we're seeing with Avatar, especially up here in the New York theaters right now, is if you don't have big screen or 3D, that theater was hurting this weekend. Um, Wellington doesn't have big screens, but for some reason, that theater did okay with it this weekend. I'm pretty damn happy where my girls is at. We need them because, boy, there's been some real shitty couple of months that have been coming out here. But Movies at Wellington, Wellington, Florida, go to wellingtonmovies.com. My name is Peter. I'm Kevin. I'm Sean. And uh, Kevin, what's the name of this episode again? Again, Peter, because you were not paying attention. It's no, called no, Silent. I'm busy doing other things no, besides it's, that. It's called uh, Silent Night Movie Night. I love it. I love it. And uh, for the new listeners, Peter, give us a little bit of a background again on how we actually came up with this name. Bucktooth Gremlins? Yes. Well, we went up through a list of about 50 different names, a lot of movie theater related stuff, and every Tom, Dick, and Harry, <laughs> even if they're not running the podcast... <laughs> stole our names like what was my favorite name that i wanted to do it was like buttered popcorn no or extra, extra butter, butter. Extra, extra butter, butter. Extra butter. somebody yeah, had extra it butter. somebody actually hey, had the name we're we're, extra we're, butter. T- we're 20 years late to the podcast guys. that's true <laughs> we had the name extra. but then when you look up the extra butter podcast i don't think we could even find it could we yeah they got a, they got some stuff out there they do i believe so yeah. okay competition so, yes. but, you know we just kept going through our names and i just jokingly threw out there the name bucktooth gremlins and you started laughing. The, the Bucktooth Gremlin, for those of you who are wondering, if you look at the logo on our page, it, there was a character in Gremlins 2 named Lenny. And Lenny was the Bucktooth Gremlin. Um, you know, he just sat there with his big teeth. It was like, oh, you know, made those noises. Very, and it was only in Gremlins 2. It wasn't in Gremlins 1. It was only in Gremlins 2, which is a pretty damn good sequel, actually. Did we talk about Gremlins 2 on the no, sequel? We didn't. No, you left that off. I did. It's a good sequel, though. Anyway, the whole idea of Lenny, it's, he was like a non-major character, but I'm sitting there and I'm introducing Kinda the like movie. Kind of like us, non-major characters. Yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm introducing the movie to my nephews, and we're, you know, they couldn't have been more than, I think, the oldest one, Frankie, was 14. Anthony may have been 11. Anthony had big buck teeth when he was a, when he was a kid. Let's face it, though. Let's call it. He had really big buck teeth. So... I guess I'm a terrible uncle here. We're sitting there, we're watching Gremlins 2, and I'm looking at it, and then I look at my nephew and go, wow, the Gremlin looks just like Anthony. And (laughs) his brother just starts laughing at him. Anthony eventually did get his teeth fixed, but the nickname Lenny has stuck with him ever since. And hence the Bucktooth Gremlin. And I've always looked for special things. I even have a Lenny, they they had a Lenny action figure. So I got like the Lenny action figure, and I've Pizza always been. Collector. I am. I'm a collector. This guy is a collector, like Morgan Freeman in Seven, which did not need a sequel, by the way. Wrong. But yeah, the, so that's the genesis of the Lenny, the Bucktooth Gremlin, and where he came from. The homage to him and Anthony, and uh, what a great and, and uncle all, you are. All, all, I'm a terrible all the uncle. goofy bit characters, which we kind of are in a way. And well, and and that's what kind of this podcast was supposed to be about. Is talking about. Yeah, it's a lot of lists and stuff that we go over, but uh, there's so many podcasts right now that concentrate on one 
specific movie each episode, and we try to just mix it up and talk about a lot of different things. Yeah, we want to do it all, and we're going to have a lot of content coming up for a lot of different things, really. Yeah, but it's just it's just not meant to focus on one particular movie. It's just talk, hey, how about this? How about this? Well, we could talk about this. It's meant to focus on different things on each episode. Within um, pop culture and entertainment. Within pop culture yeah. and entertainment, yeah. Uh, so this week we're going to talk about some of the best, some of the worst Christmas movies, um, Christmas TV shows, and I am going on the record as saying right now I've got plenty of movies on my list that took place at Christmas time that may not be quote unquote Christmas movies, and you can argue all you want, but as far as I'm concerned, they're Christmas movies. I think that's going to be round one. Yeah, I'm jumping right in, guys. Fist, gloves off, knuckle up. You, you know, here we go. Die Hard to anyone listening out there is not a Christmas movie. Piss off. It's uh, it, in know. what way is it not? Middle. It has absolutely nothing to do to, with the movie. Christmas. Opens up with ding, 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 and you're hearing bells. But what? What? It's it's a Christmas movie. It's, it's not, an action movie on Christmas. It's not. It's on. It takes place during a Christmas party by who has an on who has, Christmas Eve. And who who is an office party on Christmas Eve? Nobody. The, the Nakatomi Plaza. Nobody. Nakatomi was probably Takagi a Buddhist. Has a Christmas Eve party. He's probably a Buddhist or a Taoist from Japan. He was helping his people in his company. It, it's not like just because there's a Christmas tree and a death destruction explosions has nothing to do with Christmas. Oh, it's a total Christmas movie. I, okay, you look, it didn't have snow. Huh? It, it took place snow. in California. You want me to snow. end this argument for all the people who think this is a Christmas movie on the internet? Is Rocky Four a Christmas movie? Oh, come on. You don't see one bit of Christmas in Rocky Four. Same thing in Die Hard. When does he fight Drago? You see Christmas trees. You... Isn't there a robot gift? In, in Rocky Four, doesn't this kid get a robot as a Christmas Happy present? Happy birthday, Paulie. No, it's Paulie. Birthday. Birthday it's Paulie. And that, yeah, but that's not a Christmas present. It's a birthday uh, When does he know. fight? What what, here's, the whole, here's what destroys the Die Hard at Christmas movie argument. When does he fight Drago? What day? Christmas Day. Exactly. But do you, but and nobody do considers... You, do you see anything? Anything Christmas related in Rocky Four? The answer is no. You well, see plenty of Christmas stuff. He's in, in a communist country it's and they're snow. atheists. It's got snow. Die Hard Two takes place on Christmas Eve, also. No, the Rocky the fights Drago on Christmas Day, not Christmas Eve. Christmas Day, Sorry. and nobody is out there, there considers any, it a Christmas movie. Is there any Die Hard's not a Christmas movie? Christmas and Rocky at all? Yes. Oh, one fight time, about Christmas says, in when Russia. When is the fight going to take place? December twenty fifth in Russia. <laughs> in Russia. Right, because the com- Rocky Four is such a piece of it's shit. A co- it's a communist country. They're atheists, right? Yeah. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It, the backdrop might be a Christmas party, but John McClane is not. A, he's not. There's nothing to do with Santa Claus. Absolutely nothing. Merry. There's nothing disagree. jolly. There's nothing. Like, it, it's not. A As Christmas a matter of fact, movie. I watched two years ago. I watched Die Hard on Christmas Eve. Die so, Hard. Die Hard Two. They are Christmas they movies. Are not- you are one. And then you have to percent wrong based on what the people out there think. And please comment on me if I'm wrong. You have to consider Rocky Four. If you think Die Hard's a Christmas movie, then you have to think Rocky Four is a Christmas movie. The fight takes place on Christmas. As a matter of fact, doesn't case closed. No, no. Wait a minute. He one of the he kills one of the freaking criminals. Doesn't he put like a Santa elf hat on him? Ho ho ho! Now I've got a gun, or say something like that. It's Christmas is all over Die Hard. It is. Screw it. Christmas is all it's over Die over, Hard. It's not. It's it's definitely it's the Christmas tree in the lobby. It definitely takes place at Christmas though. Go back and watch you guys it. Are it's Christmas arguing Eve. Less, you're arguing the what 
is considered a Christmas movie? A movie about Christmas or a movie that takes place Thank on you. Christmas? That's Thank the question. Thank you. And I said from the beginning, if oh. it takes place on Christmas, it's got the Christmas spirit in there. As far as I'm well, concerned, the spirit, it's then, a Christmas there a Christ- movie. There is a Christmas okay. party. Here's another Die one. Hard. Okay. Is March of the Wooden Soldiers a Christmas movie? I'm going right into it. Babes no, no, and no, no. It's a Hold holiday on. movie. It's, it's, a, a, it's holiday a holiday no. spirited movie, but there is nothing. Zero. And the only reason you're relating March of the Wooden Soldiers to Christmas is because in the New York market on Channel 11 PIX in New York, they used to air every year when we were kids. They used to air March on a of the lot Wooden of Soldiers on Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day. Ready for the and checkmate? That's what you're relating. Are it you to. ready for the checkmate? Go on ahead, this argument? This ready? Yeah. Stanley screws up an order for, from Santa Claus in the movie. Go back and watch it. Well, yeah, Santa well, Claus Santa's is their boss, Santa's right? their boss. But they, they get an order from Santa Claus to make the toys for Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. It's about Christmas. It's a toy maker who are making toys yeah, for Christmas. With, I, I would, it's a Christmas I would, movie. I would consider March of the Wooden Soldiers, yes, to be the a Christmas movie. The reason movie, that it, it is a Christmas movie, the reason that it could be considered a holiday movie is because WPIX and different channels in the country ran it between Thanksgiving and Christmas every year. So it, it falls exactly. into that holiday. But, they but make, what was March of the Wooden Soldiers originally called? Babes and Toys. Exactly, which yeah. is a Christmas story. And it was based on an opera. Which one? Uh, hold on, let me. Oh, he's got to check but, the crack. I have stay, no crack but it was again, based on the uh, 1903 operetta Babes in Toyland. It's, it's a, and they were making toys for Santa Claus. They made him six feet instead of six inches. They screwed up. <laughs> it's good a thing. Movie. Good thing they didn't screw up though, because those boogeymen got their asses kicked. Oh, the boogeymen! Oh, great, good movie. Uh, well, we'll it. talk about what you talk. I have that on my list, so we can. Well, talk we'll about do that. that. Yeah. All right, go write it. But again, Rocky Four is a Christmas well, movie, would, according to Peter Otto. Would Brazil be a Rocky Four is not a Christmas? Brazil. Oh, based on your criteria, does Brazil take place on Christmas? I remember something Christmassy about it. Brazil? That would be the most depressing. Want to hang yourself Christmas movie ever? Didn't wasn't there a Christmas tree? Oh, because Die Hard's so jolly. Don't they arrest the guy? I don't remember now. They arrested the the wrong guy. Wasn't it Christmas time? I don't remember. I haven't I haven't watched Brazil in years. Uh, Sean, what's your first choice for Christmas? Uh, I do have a, a first choice, and the first choice uh, I would take Scrooged. Oh, I mean, nice. Bill Murray, awesome Christmas movie. Nineteen, what was it? Nineteen eighty-eight Donner film. Yeah. Uh, Karen Allen, Bobcat Goldthwait gets <laughs> fired. The be- Charlie the best- from Charlie's oh, Angels the is his part, boss. One of the funniest part of that movie is when Bill Murray's actually he's the producer. And the movie, the TV show movie he's trying to ha- uh, produce has Lee Majors in it, and it's called The Night the Reindeer Died. It's Lee Majors! <laughs> and he's such a prick. He's such an asshole in that movie, and it's, it's pure, beautiful Bill Murray just being the biggest dick on the planet Earth. And Carol Kane, I remember, as the ghost. I think she's the ghost of Christmas present. Oh, and they physically and start she beating just, the shit. She, just she beats the shit out of him. She the crap out of him. <laughs> she beats the crap out of him, and just everybody's performances are great. It's a good take on the freaking, the whole Christmas Carol idea. Um, I think just, my one problem with it is I could not stand David Johansson as the ghost of Christmas past. Oh, in the cab. <laughs> yeah, the cabbie, right? But, oh. but Bill Murray is so good in that movie, and it's laugh it, it, every time you know I see it, I still laugh at the same things. And it's still like, funny to me. It kind of looks like Ron Perlman. You all right? You don't think it kind of loses it at the end where he does the ten minute sermon? Of- no, I think it kind of it, it it's it's, a, it's with the spirit of the film itself. He does the whole diatribe at the end of you know he he's got the Christmas spirit again. Yeah. 
that's a that to me is like the only part where it really loses it is that sermon at the end. I think it works, but again, that's a, a Scrooge is a great Christmas movie. I think I think anybody families could watch it. I think it, yeah. think it's good for everybody. You know, it's in looking at the research here. I actually wanted to see how many times Christmas Carol was filmed. A the, lot. The story itself. Listen then, to all the actors, and this is just off the list, and I, uh, look, I'm telling everybody out there who's listening, I may have missed names. You have, other than Bill Murray, who, let's face it, he's playing, yeah. he's playing Scrooge. Absolutely. Right? You have George C. Scott played Scrooge. Yep. The Fonz, Henry Winkler played Scrooge. Did he? Yes, it was called An American Christmas Carol. Wow. You have Alistair Sim, who a lot of people consider to be the prime best Scrooge. You have Jim Carrey played Scrooge. Reginald Owen played Scrooge. Wow. Albert Finney played Scrooge in a musical, terrible musical called Scrooge. So many people. You forgot one. This. You forgot one important one. Oh, Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> is that Mickey's well, Christmas Carol? Yeah. If you That's think actually about on the list, the Christmas know. Carol is like the old. That was a. I, I think that might have been a theatrical short, if I remember correctly, because only like twenty-five minutes. I don't think it was made for TV. Uh, Christmas Carol is the probably the ultimate Christmas movie, Christmas story. Yeah, you know, so it's been portrayed throughout for years and years and years, and different actors, different people, different takes. But the Christmas Carol itself, I would say, in my opinion, is probably the quintessential Christmas movie—a story of a a bad man who learns through his past and through the present that you know you can be bad, but you. A Christmas kind of, you know, everybody, you know, our has moms, chant. our moms, actually, their favorite was the Alistair Sim one. Yeah, and they put me onto that one when I was a kid, and it's, it's good. I mean, it's got it, some real moody moments. It's, but but it's a real, real it's, good. Film. It's got all the elements of a Christmas film. Yes, right. Yeah. It's got yeah. the whole. I mean, redemption. And it shows right. The past. It oh, shows yeah. the present, the future. It's got some time travel in it, which everybody loves. Sci-fi. I'll, I'll, I'll give you another one who did. It. Uh, there actually is two more Christmas carols, and I'm leaving off two more Scrooges. HBO did this one when we were kids called Rich Little's Christmas Carol, <laughs> where Rich Little played every part in different like celebrities. Oh, what about the Muppets? Didn't the Muppets I was, do I was a about Christmas to say Carol? The Muppet yes, Christmas yes. Carol yeah. in the movies. This is going to be a shout out to the Buck. The original. This is a shout out to the original Bucktooth Gremlin, Michael, Anthony. Michael Caine. Yeah, he. Yeah. They're doing. Yeah. I think on their show from the shelf this week or next week they're going to. They were going to do Grease too this week coming ooh, up. Okay, and that's ooh, that, and that's coming oof. up this week. And they were going to do Muppet Christmas Carol nice. in like three weeks. And I'm like, guys, Christmas is over. Do Muppet Christmas Carol this week when you're still in the spirit. But Anthony, the original Bucktooth Gremlin, he loves that one he loves michael kane he goes and he goes just go and look at watch that movie michael kane the scene where he's with the muppets he's so happy he goes look at me i'm shaking and dancing with the muppets la 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 <laughs> it's it, it's the muppet christmas carol is a really really good one I, I like that one a lot yeah i like yeah muppets is great you have another one kev I didn't. I didn't do one yet. I just came. I just came yeah, after you about Rocky Four. Well, yeah. No, you came after me came Die Hard. After, yeah, because right well, I know you. that. Yeah, I, that's again. It's a whole. I'm still up in the air on it. <clears throat> Based on the criteria, look at the difference in the criteria. It's the criteria of, that we have. What? Yes. What is? I the said criteria? the criteria to me is any film that has some semblance of Christmas spirit in it, and Die Hard does. Die I'm Hard sorry. does. I agree with him. If that's the criteria, What's I the agree cr- with Pete. But ba- look at like Christmas Carol, the perfect Christmas story. Like, where is that? If that's a criteria for Die Hard, like, where does that 
exist it's, in that world. No, no, it could be a perfect Christmas story, but it's also a Christmas spirited film. Die Hard is a Christmas spirited. Well, film. McLean is so in the middle of a divorce, for the... right? Yeah. Maybe throughout the process of well, Christmas so the... doesn't have anything to do with his like. Getting so then Rocky Four is no, wife. but he's there. Remember, remember. No, is there some redemption the wife, yeah, through the, the Christmas spirit for for John McClane? No, definitely not. But that's not in our criteria. It's not in the criteria. Okay. It's then, a Christmas. Yeah. Then Rocky Four is a Christmas movie. Absolutely not, because there was uh, other than it taking Kevin, place. It did happen on Christmas. It happens Day. on Christmas. Bullshit! It's a redemption There's story. Ma- can you t- right? Can you t- Drago at the end? Yep, Drago. Right? Other than him saying December twenty fifth, but it, the but criteria is it's got it's Chris, elements of Christmas, right? His, it's got the elements of Christmas. It's it's snowing out. It's it's Russia. It's and Russia. At the end, look, he turns. He, tra- he he he. The redemption story of Christmas about getting Drago right to to fight for himself and not for the machine. And then Rocky, can we all just come together at the end? Like so, I don't think Rocky Four is coming a Christmas together movie. is a Christmas theme. If you could change, yes, we can change. And did it? And did it, Everybody can change. And did the it worse? That's the worst. But did didn't Scrooge change? Right. Change, so yeah. based Scrooge on what you change. people out there in the internet and all these blogs about Die Hard, look at do Rocky Four really through the same believe, lens that you do Die Hard. Do you That's really all. believe in nine? What was Rocky Four? Nineteen eighty-six. Do you really believe in nineteen eighty-six that America goes there and starts beating the shit out of a Russian? What? That they're well, all going to stand up and go, Rocky, Rocky. Rocky. We were totally yeah. coming off the subject. Yeah, we're going off the rails. We are going off the rails. All right. So back to mine. Okay. Uh, let's go. It's a wonderful life. I just actually finished watching you some just research. This movie like two hours. Yeah, ago. And, and the first like hour and twenty minutes has like nothing to do with it Christmas. Has nothing to do with Christmas. Right. It just ramps so, up I, to Christmas. And right when I when I watched it, just actually right before I got here, uh, I I was kind of thinking about that as of why is it such a big Christmas movie when it's really the last few moments have to do with Christmas because it's all about angels, spirit. Redemption. Yeah, but the angels in like the movie for like ten minutes. Giving the whole town gives to him at the right? end. Sacrifice. At the end, the end, he does giving his whole life, and I guess it's a little bit of payback for him. For it's right? a, it's it's a very sad film. It's a Wonderful Life, and it is the interesting thing about it was one, it was an independent feature. It was not made by a film company, and two, the film was a bomb when it came out. That was independent. It was independent. Who that made was, it? Frank Capra you know, directed it, Frank but I Capra don't remember it. the name of the production. Yeah, who company produced that did it? it? No, it, I think it was produced directly. Did they get Capra. all the royalties, or did another studio pick it, it that up? That film was sitting for a long time. Remember when we used to buy, be able to buy videotapes for like ninety nine cents because yeah. they were in public domain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For years, that was one of those public domain releases until I think Paramount now. Somebody also. owned it. Yeah, yeah I would have to absorb it, it a little bit more. I think, but I, I overall I liked it. I thought it was a really really good movie. Really, you know, Alfalfa's in that movie. Alfalfa. And uh, yeah, he is. He's one. Of, he's one of the friends in the gym there when they do the dance. Not Alfalfa. Sam. Sam is the guy. Who is like the Wall Street guy. Not not Sam. No, 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 no. So the guy just, who opens it's, up it's, the pool. It's, it's one of the lower. Is he opens up the pool. Yeah, so I think he's one of the ones who <laughs> opens up the pool. He might be one of the ones who opens. He gives him the key. Open up the pool, and George Bailey falls in. I mean, that scene in the in the beginning in the soda shop where the drunk oh, kid, when the drunk beats kid, him when he beats him. Oh and my the kid god. Is cr- it's, it's kind of a heartbreaking scene it, right off the bat. And when you look at the context of that movie, you see like people just how they live different, so much different. I mean, there were little 
drugs like in, in, in a candy shop. The kid's making molten and his poison literally three feet away. He's working at twelve years old. It's like child labor. It's stay away from the bottles. I mean, when that kid starts when that kid starts crying, don't hurt my ear. And it's, don't hurt my. It's like hard and he's bleeding out of the ear. He's bleeding out of the ear. It, it's it's a really it's it was a good movie and. I, I recommend that for any listeners out there. And just understand the context of the film. I know a lot of young, if we have any young audience members who will watch the movie, uh, the context, it's 1940s, right? No, 20s, what, what, no, 30s, think, the Great Depression, it's 1928. And I think the film was... And then it goes to 46, World War II, 46. 46, the film might be 46, 46 47. But it, it spans of that from 1919 to, so it's a 30 years to life in 30 years, and yep. it's re- a lot of, it's really, really good background, good context, really good movie, well acted, Jimmy Stewart's great. I, I, I just can't believe it took you that and, many years to watch it. I know. I would be shocked. And then. At, I don't think I'd watch it through. At the end, I picked Ever. up the cabbie. And the cops' names were Bert and Ernie. Yes, Bert and Ernie. <laughs> That's hilarious. Did Jim Henson do that? Like he had to. He have. had to, right? He had to have. Two of the best Muppet characters. Yes, of course. Oh, that's a whole. That's All right. awesome. I mean, I've got a list here of about fifty or sixty films, but Pete, I'm one. Pete, Pete made about six lists. That's why we checked them zero actually, times. I mean, let's face it. I think this episode's going to go into two parts. All right, we'll do it. So, what do you got? I'm going to give you a TV show first. Did you check it twice? And I made sure it was. Is this a TV show or a TV special or an actual sitcom or something? It was an actual sitcom. Okay. It was an actual sitcom. Oh wow! All right. Seinfeld did one of the weirdest Christmas episodes ever because I don't think that the episode actually aired on Christmas. It was an episode called The Strike, and it was in season nine, which I think season nine might have been their last season. Kramer was on strike from a bagel store for however many years and goes back to work. Somehow in that episode, they realized that that, um, George's father, Frank, hates Christmas. And he was all, always against the commercialism of Christmas. So he came up with his thing. own holiday called Festivus. Yeah. Okay, yep. Yeah. It's hilarious how they have the Festivus poll. And they have this Festivus dinner. And all they do at Festivus is sit there and yell at each other and tell each other what's wrong with the other person. It's the strangest Christmas-type holiday episode I've ever seen. If you have never seen it, look it up. Festivus is what they celebrate, and it's on the episode of Seinfeld called "The Strike." And at but that time, I remember people talking about, like people that it's a Festivus, Festivus miracle. Yeah, yeah, I remember people saying that it's a Festivus. But you, you, you two were not I, big Seinfeld watches. No. no, I was not. Isn't a big it 25, 20, 20 years Seinfeld? Yeah. What do you mean no. since it's been on? Yeah, no, we're getting close to 30. 30, almost thirty, right? Yeah. Twenty five, something yeah, like almost that. Almost thirty years. Point. We were working at the theater when that show was in its Yeah, it's almost 25 years. Yeah, yeah you can, guys were ushers. and I can admit I wasn't a big, I never really yeah, watched I wasn't a lot a big, of Seinfeld. Yeah, uh, I wasn't a big Seinfeld guy. I would watch episodes here and there, and they were always funny. But you loved Curb. Yeah, I loved Curb. It's weird. That's... Because I didn't, I didn't have time, really. I didn't watch a lot of television back then, you know, between school, working, school, stuff like that. I was just busy. And then, you know, Curb. I always liked some episodes, and I knew it was Larry David, so when Curb came, I was like, I'm going to watch this. And let's face it, if you were watching TV, it was either Beverly Hills 90210 or The Heights. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Dick. Such a dick. Did they have a holiday Beverly special? Hills was great. Beverly Hills oh. didn't make it far enough. No, Actually, no, I'll give you cool one show. more TV show that, go, that yeah. is a show and show that did have a real Christmas. It was called Christmas. Christmas. Oh, you're <laughs> right. I pronounce it right. Yeah, Chris Mooka. Chris Mooka, I think it was Chris called. And that was the OC. I never watched the OC. You did. No, no, OC, no. That was way uh, after It was my time. not a bit. 
for Beverly Hills the is great. Heartthrob uh, shows. It was I actually not a bad show. The OC. Yeah, I never watched it. Um, they did one called Christmaca, which was a pretty good Christmas episode. If you've never seen it, so go back you and watch like it. the OC? I did like trying the OC. To put it on me. No, I did like the OC. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I did like the OC. I can't, uh, Sean, I what do you got there. next? Uh, I got another one here. I'm gonna go with the Nightmare Before Christmas. Ah. Right. Uh, Nightmare now, Before Christmas, it's, it's, it is, some people are on one side, is it a Halloween, some people are on the other side, is it a Christmas, I think it's a little bit of both. I like it for Christmas time, because for me, the main character is discovering Christmas. It may be Jack Skellington, he's the king of Halloween town, but he discovers Christmas, and he discovers Christmas town, and it's his opening into a whole new world of Christmas, which is why I think it's a Christmas film. It was, uh, I think it was written, it was Tim Burton, Walt Disney, and then uh, Henry Selleck directed Henry Selleck, it. yeah. And, you know, I just, Danny Elfman did the singing version of Jack, and then there was another actor who did the, the Chris voice. Chris Sarandon. Chris Sarandon did the voice, Catherine O'Hara as Sally. And, you know, I, I like it. I think it's a good family. I think it's a funny take on Christmas. Uh, there's a lot of laughs in it. I like the animation style. Um, I think it's a good Christmas film. Like I said, a lot of people are like, oh, is it Halloween? Oh, is it Christmas? Is it a hybrid? I say Christmas because that's what Jack is learning about and discovering. So I think that definitely The Nightmare Before Christmas 93 is a great Christmas movie, and I think everybody should check it out. Yeah, I think I, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas definitely. It's the, I think you know, the innocence of, of Jack Skellington is like a, a little kid. Like yeah. he's, It's that... That love of Christmas and the the wonder and and really innocence of the of the holiday that and then he does his take on Christmas, which is still kind of Halloweeny. Yeah. And then you know because that's the world he knows. Yeah, Santa Claus I, with Claus is what he thought when he heard Claus. He's yeah. an innocent kid. Yes. You you might be surprised my thoughts on this. I think it's one of Disney's best films in the last thirty years. I think it's an IP that they have. Criminally underused in oh, yeah. the last. No, I think years. they could use it. They, they do overlays of the haunted mansion. Yeah, that, uh, in, and, and but you have to go to California. That's the only place where you can really. No, Orlando. Too. Nope, they do not do it in Orlando. Oh. And that, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, they take the haunted mansion in California and they transform it into Jack Skellington, and they do it from Halloween through Christmas time. Now the original release of the film was Halloween. It was not a Christmas. Picture. Right. Right. It was Halloween. And even when it came out, they did not make it a big, wide release. It was almost like they were unsure of what they had. Yeah. But Disney did that with Tim Burton a couple of times. It, was also, it Corpse Bride? No, it was Warner Brothers. It was Warner Brothers. It was Warner that. Brothers. And it's and Corpse Bride is nowhere near as no, good. No, no. I, never s- I haven't seen Christmas. Corpse Bride. I just know it's the same type of, of animation kind of looking. The score is phenomenal. It's a great Elfman Elfman's score. great. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Singing, too? Um, yeah. It was... It was it's just like Kevin said. There's an innocence about it, and an innocence about Jack Skellington and and Sally, and you know the whole relationship between them, and and just it's just it, the songs are great. The animation is fantastic, and it's I think it's a really good Christmas film. I think it gives it gives kids laugh, and it brings in another holiday. It's just, it's incorporated very well. It's just brilliantly Look, written. You're not you're not gonna get an argument from me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm a big big believer in Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, great movie. All right, this one's right at Pete's alley, um, and this brings back a lot of good memories uh, for me. Uh, Emmett Otto's Jug Band Christmas. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Well, HB one of HBO's first specials. Yes, yep. But it Way wasn't back. for HBO. Nope. If I remember, it was shot for Canada. Canada, yes. Yeah, Jim, Jim Henson. Yeah. Jim Henson Productions. So for anyone into the Muppets, if you have not got a chance to see Emmett Otter. 
Um, you know, he's his mom's a widow. You know, she's a real hardworking woman, right? And just the it's just everything about it is Christmas, Christmas feel, Christmas holiday. They lose, right? The uh, the the band at yeah, the end. Yeah, they, they lose, lose. You know, at the end, which Riverbottom Nightmare the, Band. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. It opens up. Right, Kermit. Kermit opens up. Right, the the opening scenes. He Kermit does. That was actually yep. it was actually a really good link because yeah, people at that time were not used to seeing other Muppets than may have been from the Muppet Show or Sesame Street. So to do that with Emmett Otter to kind of have Kermit bridge into these other characters, it was a very smart show because he's the narrator. So and I remember being yeah. sad in that movie when they went like window shopping, remember? And they were talking about the father, the, the life of the dad yeah. in there. That was It was sad. It's like a touching, great Christmas holiday. And it's not too long It's either. not too long. No, it's, it's, it's short. Less than an hour. Right? Yeah, yeah, less than an hour. And Brothers. You know, yeah. <laughs> and I think sometimes like if you're watching, if you're a parent today and you watch it with your, your little ones, they may be like a little bored by it, but you know. Is Disney Plus air? Disney owns sure. Disney now. I, wonder, own. I, don't, I don't think Disney. it's on. I do not I think it's know. on Disney Plus. I do not. I mean, think I happen to. I'm, I'm lucky enough that I do own a copy of it. It's just, I I don't know if it's been aired on TV in years. I just don't know if Disney Plus. Had, I gotta look that up. See if Disney Plus yeah. actually. Has yeah, it. yeah. But that's a no. Good I'm, one. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Definitely. Okay. All right. So I was gonna go to TV, but you got some. No, well, it's it's well, it's HBO. Is it really? Uh, well, it's Canadian broadcast. Yeah, no, it's actually. that's true. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm going to count that as TV. Yeah, okay, TV. All right, I'm going to give you guys one that I think is a shitty Christmas movie. It's, oh, we're going to do shitty. Yeah. Oh, I got shitty in here. Oh, too. I got shitty. I love it. All right, I'm going to give you a shitty Christmas Let's movie. Let's go. Michael Keaton, Jack Frost. Ooh, have you guys seen yeah, this? I, remember, I, I do. Know. I think I actually. He's like, fell he's like I saw the first ten minutes. I think I fell asleep. It's, for it's like it's got really horrible special effects. <laughs> And I think if somebody's got to look this up, Jack Frost might be directed by Sam Raimi, and I hope I'm wrong about this. Uh, everybody's it due. Might be a, it's a big blight. Everybody's on him. due for their bombs. All right, it, it, he the father dies, and gets reincarnated into a snowman, <laughs> so, so that he can help his kid. It's a creepy. I would have Chris- loved to be, be at the table for that pitch. No, it's Troy Miller. Troy, Troy Miller, Miller did it. Okay, it I wasn't know Sam Raimi. said, "Hey, that's a great idea." It, 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 the special effects are terrible, and it, it, it's just—it's it, a bad concept. It's a bad concept. If you're a kid and your father dies, do you want your father coming back as a fucking snowman? <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, he's gonna melt. He's gonna, gonna die. Melt. He's gonna die. It's just—it's just gonna die all over again. So, for all those of you, stay away from Jack Frost. I second oh, that. I got, I got one. I got a shitty one to stay away from on that. Oh, we're gonna do two note. shitty in a row. Oh, I, didn't uh, have any I can do a shitty. Well, you want to do two shitty in a row? Let's no, no. Let's save you. Let's save. Let's save you. All right, all right. I've got, I've got another good one that everybody, everybody probably has on their list at this point. But so I'm gonna skip over that one. I'm gonna go to Trading no. Places. Oh, I did actually have Trading Places trading on my places. list. Trading Places, Christmas time. The reason I, I, it's it's all about to you know a, da- a guy down on his luck, a guy up on his luck, switch places, you know, and eventually they find out you know you know the Dukes right, the Dukes brothers, is that the name? The, the Duke brothers. The Duke brothers are behind the whole thing. I'm not going to sit here and explain the movie, but happens at Christmas, and still 
You have Dan Aykroyd in a section Aykroyd of the movie dressed as dressed Santa. As Santa. <laughs> dirty, bomby, dirty, bomby the, the, the Santa. Homeless guy, Santa Stuffs Claus. Stuffs a salmon inside <laughs> his suit. Yeah, yeah. And he just he tries to, you know, set up. He tries to set up Valentine. It completely fails. It's just trading places. It takes place during Christmas. It's a big part of the film. I, I thought it was a Christmas film. It might not be the Christmiest of films, but it definitely has the spirit of it like you were talking about and it's funny too because when that movie came out it was june it came out in the middle of the summertime did it really it came out in the middle wasn't of it june. raining too when he was in the santa yeah, outfit? He's, it's pouring, <laughs> it's it's pouring rain. he's in the santa claus outfit <laughs> uh first movie that actually showed jamie lee wow jamie lee curtis was kind of hot back in the 80s and don't what do you guys go silent when i say things like that for what are you talking oh, about? No, you can, what are you talking about? He's talking about how good-looking Jamie Lee Curtis Jamie Lee was. Curtis. That okay. was the, well, that was her first movie that she really needed to do to break out from all the horror movie type roles yeah. she was getting. So I, I guess it had to show she could be kind of a sex symbol, so to speak. But Trading Place is a, lo- a lot of fun, and there is uh, Christmas all over that And movie. I found out in my research that I had forgotten this, but I remembered at the time that the Dukes brothers did a cameo in Coming to America. In Coming to America, they were the two bums, and Akeem gives them money. <laughs> gives them like a million dollars. Yeah, or I something. forgot that because yeah. the one Duke brother has the heart attack at the end. Like when they Randolph, do- <laughs> we're ruined. <laughs> he has the heart attack. You think he dies, but I guess he doesn't. There's a movie, Trading Places, where in, in this woke PC environment right now, I don't know if you can get away with making it, but. I mean, it especially with some of the language movie. that's used in it. Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd funny movie. both brilliant in it. Very funny movie. Da- and Dan Aykroyd's a straight man. He is the complete yeah. straight man in that film, but gets laughs as a straight man. Yeah, absolutely. Can't go wrong with it. Kev, what's your next one? I got a very short TV special, uh, Fat Albert's Christmas. I don't remember. I don't remember it at all. Oh. Fat Albert's Christmas. Yeah, he, he him and his buddies have their they're like the gang has a clubhouse in a junkyard, and Tightwad tight Tyrone is the property owner. <laughs> Tightwad Tyrone. And but in the story, they help out. And this is Fat Albert goes to back to work for Tyrone. Then they have like a, they find this family who's down and on the luck, and with a little boy, and the mom is pregnant, and they bring her into the clubhouse. She has the baby. It's like it's like a, kind of like a nativity scene. It's oh, actually really? a very touching short. If you check it, it's only 24 minutes. You can probably watch it on YouTube. But Fat Albert's Christmas, yeah, check it out. I have a question for you. Yep. Though. Does Fat Albert put any roofies in any women's drinks so that he can get them under the mistletoe? Uh, that was not Fat Albert. That was the creator, Bill Cosby. But he was the voice of Fat Albert. And Mushmouth, I think. But All of them. He yeah, voiced yeah. all the characters. Uh, I don't think so, Pete. There's actually a very good Christmas movie. Uh, <laughs> special. Pete's got to try to shit on it. Got to try to shit on it. Drink of the year, the, the, the wedding dog there. Oh boy! <laughs> but check out Fat Albert's uh, Christmas special. Twenty-four minutes. All right, nice since, little touching. Since uh, you just cartoon. went to a TV show, I got to skip TV here, and I'm going to give you another. Uh... Well, I did two TV in a row. Emma Otter and Fat Albert. Yeah, you it's did two right. TV in a row. I think you said you had no TVs. Um, I know. I know. But looking now, I'm like, wow, I got a lot. I'm going to give you guys one here. I, I'm going to save my favorite one for last, but we're so we're nowhere near that right now. But I'm going to give you a, one here that. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, definite Christmas. Agreed. It's just, and again, Tim Burton, again, Tim Burton has a common theme. I mean, Christmas pops up. I mean, another one that's on my list that I can combine here with Edward Scissorhands is Batman Begins. Batman Begins takes place at Batman Christmas. Returns. Batman Returns. Yeah, Batman, Batman Returns is a Christmas it's a, movie. It, it, it's, it's a, Kevin's looking No, at no, no, it takes that. place at Christmas, but I don't think it's a good, 
I going back and watching Batman Returns is not one of my favorite films. Is Penguin born on Christmas Day in that film? I don't know. It takes place at Christmas. I don't know if he was born on Christmas or not. I just know that it's very holiday themed film. Edward Scissorhands though takes place on Christmas, doesn't it? I think it does. Vincent Price wants to give him real hands as a Christmas present. Yes, and he what? gets to he dies before he, he gets dies. to yeah, give him the yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah, and then it takes place. I don't think the whole movie takes place at Christmas. It's definitely a Christmas. Scissorhands is one of Depp's best performances. I will it's a great movie. argue We've that. We've talked about Scissorhands before. It's, yeah, it's right. It's, it's a and great movie. the whole cat. We talked about. It, yeah, we talked about it. I think in um, sequels. sequels. Um, Winona Ryder, the um, um, Anthony, well, Anthony Michael Hall, Alan Arkin, Diane Weist. You've got a great cast yeah. in that film. It, if you haven't seen Edward Scissorhands, vastly underrated film with a very sad and somber ending. It's a Christmas movie that actually a Christmas feeling movie that has a very sad ending. Um. Okay, Edward Scissorhands. I'm gonna go with uh, another film. I think. Should I do a, shit, a shitty one? Sure. Go ahead. All right. Uh. I think a shitty one is Jingle All the Way. Ooh. Oh, I love that movie. No, it's shit. It's oh, it's great. Shit, no, I disagree. It's that was on my list. <laughs> it's shit. It's shit. It's, it's so dog bad. shit. Oh, I love oh it. it's so bad. I it's like it. they made it up as they went along. Yeah, it's you like know? what? It's like ta- it's like a, a like it's, a shit. It's after basically you had, after a movie. It's a movie about Arnold Schwarzenegger's oh. a dad trying to get a Turbo Man doll for his kid. I think it's pure garbage. And it's jingle all the way. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's fighting against Sinbad <laughs> yeah. to get the last doll fight against in the Sinbad. City. And it's just it's it's really bad. You, I think all the jokes fall flat. Everything does. Uh, I it's think a, the, the entire you guys film missed the whole. What's the name of that? What's the name uh, of the superhero? Yes, Turbo Man. Turbo Man. It's a, a the movie's a piece of shit. It's about, yeah, I agree. It's it, it ties into the the lunacy of you know I shouldn't say you say lunacy the the love that parents have for their kids trying to get them that that special gift for Christmas. For it could have been done a lot He's trying better. to get it through because get his wife is man. ordering him to do it because he did because he fucks up he because he never whoa, whoa, language, right, he was selling Peter. mattress he's a mattress salesman I think <laughs> he said yeah, it's some wacky job it grossed 129 <laughs> million dollars that because movie. that's at the time the where concept, you could that's no. at the time where you could have made a two hour movie of Arnold Schwarzenegger no, taking I think Kevin has hit on something conceptually the idea yes. of a parent and the whole Christmas craziness around toys at the time of year every kid want it's there it's just the execution of the film was trash Rest in peace, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Yes. Phil Sinbad, Arnold. Like it. I liked it. I, I, I like. I like Jingle All the Way. Watch it. I like it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. You don't laugh when he's flying around as Turbo Man. <laughs> I, I, I laugh because of how stupid it is. That's what I mean. It's a good Christmas movie. No, you're going to get an argument yeah, from me. No, it's, no, it's, no, it's, no, it's a piece Pete. of crap. All right. I'll, I'll be in the minority in that one. Oh, I'm, I, I have a, a Polar Express. Oh yeah, really good Christmas movie. It, it's a really good Christmas really movie. Really good. I'd like to see it redone right now though, because the CGI has gotten so much yeah. better since they made uh, it. If you look at all but, the characters in the movie, the characters in the movie have dead eyes, like your brother does in that, <laughs> in that Christmas photo from thirty years ago. Yeah, that wasn't all, that wasn't that was a Christmas Halloween photo. or something. Was that, that was Halloween? a regular like uh, random a regular day. It's like a random Wednesday in but March. They, <laughs> but that that's the only problem with the early CGI is the characters kind of had. Dead but eyes the, a little bit. But the but story is yeah. so good. The story's good. So, well, it's based the off a book. Yeah, it's so yeah, good. Great, the, and really I remember with movie. my my boys when they were little, that was 2004. I, I've probably watched that movie at least 100 times. That and I Cars might be my favorite. I haven't one. seen it in about 20 years. It's really, really good. There is one creepy scene with the, the Tom Hanks like hobo on top of the uh, 
train as the tickets flying around and that that's a little creepy but everything else is great that movie is spot on i think it hits it's all a criteria of a christmas movie and i think did well in the theaters it did it did, it did and, okay it wasn't huge it did okay the th- i remember that being one of the really first 3d and i think even like locally and i'm sure in other states around the country they still do, do like polar express movie showings or yeah, plays and stuff it's like they a pretty do. big yeah, thing they do, they do seasonal showings yeah um, i, I love I, that's what unlike that's definitely disney which is incredibly overprotective of their ip warner brothers and i'm speaking this strictly now as a theater owner um warner brothers will let you play movies like like that on the holidays they don't try to hold it back disney you ask them for nightmare before christmas <laughs> no yeah but that's that's one of mine i'm definitely yeah definitely right, so sean what's your next one uh i got on here i can go with a couple of different ways I don't want to do the two the obvious ones, but some of them have to be mentioned, and one I, of them is absolutely National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. Yep, it has to be mentioned. As a it's great it's Christmas a little too film. obvious, but uh, it's obvious. But I don't want to go. There has to be some obvious ones, you yeah. know, like March of the Wooden yeah. Soldiers. Yes. Like, but National yep. Lampoon's Vacation is absolutely because it's obvious doesn't mean it's not a gr- like a really great Christmas movie. Right. It's funny. It hits. It hits every kind of element. Of Christmas, it, Chevy chases the bumbling dad, just trying to make a great Chevy, Christmas yep. for his family and failing at every every turn. But he keeps trying. But all right, as a fan of the first National Lampoon's Vacation, and I'm not not a fan of Christmas Vacation. Don't you think that the movie gets a little too slapsticky? It does, but that's that's the way it goes. That's Chevy Chase. If you let him, you know, you pull him, let him go off the reins a little bit, he's got, it's going to get slapsticky. And how annoying are the neighbors? What's well, Julia Louis Dreyfus? <laughs> They're so annoying in that movie. I mean, the parents. Julia Louis Dreyfus and Christopher Guest's brother. Actually. Even the parents. Who were the parents, Pete? It was. Um, um, you yeah. got the guy from Pritzy's Honor, I remember. Yep. Uh, well, he's the grandfather. Ain't she a beaut Clark? Mom. No. Uh, who do you. Um, who, <laughs> I think Doris the, Roberts yes. from Everybody Loves Raymond. The other mom, when they ask her to say Diane Grace, Ladd, <laughs> and Diane. she does the Pledge of Allegiance. No, and you know who that is? No. That old lady? That old lady was the voice of Olive Oil. Oh really? Yeah. Get out I of here. I pledge allegiance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what to do. Randy yeah. stands up, puts his hand over his heart. Uh, cousin Eddie. Red, cousin Eddie shitters Go, full. Cousin shitters full. Cousin Eddie. That's uh, it. I, I, but these I, are. I like Christmas Vacation. It has to be yeah, up there. It's a fun movie. And so many people like when you go around, everybody. You know, knows it. that movie. It's I like think they people like it. it better than the original Vacation. To tell you the truth, I it, think it's it, more it is. Popular. It's in. It's funny. Um. Down the road, we're going to do an episode called Posters, Half and we're yet. doing we're bringing a, actually a movie poster expert on to do that, and he will tell you anytime posters go up for sale, Christmas Vacation, which we had like five on our hands when that movie came out, great poster. Christmas <laughs> Vacation will sell for three four hundred dollars. Yeah. That poster will sell each time, where compared to the original Vacation, will sell because I, I think christmas vacation has staying power i think a lot of people watch it that might not watch regular vacation just because of the holiday theme itself and just because of word of mouth people carrying it on generation to generation i have you know and you guys know who the two kids are right uh yeah it's julia julia lewis, julia lewis, lewis uh, i don't know the, the boy's familiar but i don't know his name. i'll tell you you're gonna, this is gonna blow your mind it's johnny galecki from roseanne and the big bang theory it's Leonard from the Big Bang. Oh, Bank really? Theory. Yep, that's the son. Oh, I was going to say Richard Grieco. Richard? Oh, no. Uh, no, no. Go ahead, Pete. Say it. Go no, ahead. no, no. no I'm, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. Try to make All right, here's what we're going to do. We're already at almost 45 yeah, minutes yeah. here, so right. I'm going to give one more, and then we're going to do another, and then we're going to say goodbye, and then we'll do another episode for 
the continuation of this because this is going to go on, on almost yeah, 90 yep. minutes. All right, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to give you one more here, and I'm, I'm going to save the couple of TV ones I have here. Um, why, do, Pete, why don't you do a movie and save a lot of Because you have a lot of TV. You why don't you do a lot, lot of TV in an episode give you one two? More movie. This is a movie that's going to throw you guys off on it. You probably haven't seen it. Uh, Krampus. No, I haven't seen that. I, I've, it, is it a horror movie? It, it's kind of <laughs> Gremlins-like. It's it, you know, Unfortunately, I, I, I gave a spoiler alert there because Gremlins is going to absolutely get mentioned. In we the don't care episode. about spoilers. Uh, it's very... It's a mean-spirited comedy horror movie about Christmas where the whole family is bad, the kid is bad, and evil Santa Claus, Krampus, comes in and just starts taking the family out. It's, but <laughs> that it, doesn't. It, 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 but it's it's Goes funny. It's, it's a comedy. It's a comedy horror movie. No, it takes place on Christmas. I know, but it's well. I I guess I wouldn't show it to my kids. I'm a traditionalist in Christmas. I like good, but good feeling Christmas in the movies. in the in the realm of what this is. It is it's it's free game. But you know, this wasn't the you know. I'll, I'll give a couple of more because it's related to it. This wasn't the only Christmas horror movie. There were a couple of others. Well, there's that one out that's that's out right <laughs> Jack now. Jack Frost. Which one? Where um, what's his that name? was a horror movie. A Stranger Things due to Santa Claus killing a bunch of terrorists. Yeah, that's. Oh no, you talk about violent. That's a that's actually yeah, a comedy action. action movie. It's not a horror movie. And but he it's is still Santa, in the same vein. He's Santa of like Claus. Violent yeah, like Christmas. A, no, I mean I'll give you. Here's here's an here's another one here. Remember Silent Night, Deadly Night. I do remember that. Where it's just. It really has nothing to do with... I've seen the film. It has nothing to do with Christmas until... These are what you want to end this one, this podcast <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, Christmas I'm throwing movies. one out there because... No, no, no. We're going to say... No, we'll, I don't want to do... Uh, no, no. There's one more, but... You can't end it on a horror Christmas. Actually, you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the last one, though, was a 1974 film, and this one is really creepy. Okay. It's a Canadian horror film called Black Christmas. Okay. It's got... Margot Kidder in it, Kier Doulet, Olivia Hussey. If you watch the trailer, YouTube the trailer sometime. Watch the trailer, and when you, it's it's basically sorority girls. It's like precursor to all these slasher movies. It's sorority girls getting stalked by a killer at Christmas. It's a creepy, well-made horror movie, and I don't want to tell you who the director is because it's going to spoil one of our picks in the next episode, but. I'll recommend it. Go back and watch 1974's Black Christmas. Okay. With that, we're going to end uh, episode four, Silent Night Movie Night. And as always, stay Bucky. <laughs>